This is The Varsity, a sports podcast from The Record North Shore, your nonprofit local news site. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the latest episode of The Varsity Podcast, podcast where we discuss everything involving North Shore High School sports. From the Friday Night Drive, I'm Michael Dwojek here with the record North Shore founding member Joe Coglin. Got a lot of sports to talk about, a lot of different sports to talk about in the winter here as we are in uh, the middle of January already. And uh, we're heading down to the final stretch of these winter regular seasons. I know we got some postseasons um, getting ready to start in a couple weeks. So um, we're heading down the stretch here for all our winter sports. And um, hopefully that means we're getting closer to spring as well, but, um, we'll have a lot to talk about in our four quarter format for this week's episode of the podcast. In the first quarter, we recap some wrestling and, uh, um, some girls gymnastics as well. And talk about an overtime winner for one of our, uh, best rivalries when it comes to boys and girls hockey. In the second quarter, we are joined by Nutria girls gymnastics head coach, Jennifer Pistor- Pistorius, um, in the third quarter, we are going to play Way or No Way, our weekly guessing game. And then in the fourth quarter, we got some hoops to talk about. So we'll preview and talk about uh, boys and girls basketball in the area. But um, why don't we start things off by, uh, we'll start off by talking about wrestling, um, since we have uh, Jennifer joining us in the second quarter. But um, why don't we start things off with uh, Nutrier, who uh, got a big win over uh, GBN last week, uh, GBN, um, not at full strength. So, uh, the Trevians took advantage of it and were, um, able to pick up a key, uh, conference win there. Ty Stringer, uh, was a big, uh, was a big moment or a big, uh, wrestler for the Trevians as they were able to, uh, take down GBN and Joe, um, good for Nutria to kind of get back into it. I know that they kind of had a, um, a little bit of a break there, but it's good to see that Nutria was able to, um, joke back into things um, and kind of, you know, just kind of getting back to the competition with a strong uh, win against uh, GBN. Yeah, you know, these uh, this year's so difficult to judge competitions amid COVID and, and everything else. I, I think there were only a handful of matches um, wrestled in that. And Nutrier, I believe, had three uh, um of the four or five or maybe three, at least four matches. Nutria had three, uh, well, I can't think of the word pins, <laughs> falls. They had, they had three falls. So uh, they looked pretty good. Um, you know, it was a big week for Nutria because they also were at the Wabonzi Valley mega duel on Saturday. Uh, I know they picked up a loss there. So, but a lot of good competition there. So it was a big week, but we just did a kind of a check-in where they're at. Um, they've got some really talented guys. Um, Matthew Boyer, he was our athlete of the week last week, too, because um, he finished fifth over at the Mid-States. Um, they also had a winner at the Mid-States, which was at the University of Whitewater in Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin Whitewater. Um, they had uh, Jack Cummings um, was a winner. So they got some guys. Uh, Ty Stringer's a big part of that group, too. Um, Wilson Wright's a big part of it. They're going to do pretty well here. And uh, picking up the win in GBN is nice. They, they want conference. Um, so they're, they're hoping that, um, GBS falls, but right now they got the, they got a grasp on it, if you will, but, uh, yeah, Nutria is a good program. Um, and they're just kind of making their way through the season as a lot of teams are, uh, trying to do so with, with people in and out of the lineup. 
Yeah, I think it's just trying to figure out. I mean, just talking to all these wrestling coaches is just trying to figure out how do you stay healthy at this point and um, how do you make sure um, you're able to compete when it comes to regional, sectionals, and state because um, I think that a lot of records are going to just not be representative of what uh, these teams are able to do. I mean, there are a lot of these for there are a lot of forfeits going on, and a lot of JV guys are requested or asked to uh, compete at. Uh, compete at a higher level than they're maybe ready for. So um, I, I do think that the biggest thing we can see for both Loyola and Nutria and all wrestling this uh, year is just looking at the individual progress, looking at the top ranked guys um, in the state. And there are some top ranked guys um, competing in our area. Um, but I do think that I just looking at individual progress, honestly, um, is probably the best thing to look at it for, um, for uh, both Loyola and Nutria and honestly, a lot of teams um, out there. And uh um, I think uh, for Nutria especially is just trying to get back into it, trying to get some competition going and um, trying to see just how, how talented they can get and uh, just trying to get as healthy as they can possibly get as well. Yeah. And it's all about, it's all about, you know, getting those guys ready for the individual regional sectional. Um, Nutria, I don't believe, same with Loyola, doesn't have a team that's going to keep on going to, to the state round or to the sectional sectional teams um that's really kind of an elite um elite spot for team team wrestling um but they do have individuals that are going to make it and that could definitely get sectional wrestles in as well as have a chance at state if you're at you know with with this many classes now i think they have four in wrestling um if you're in the sectional you have a great chance at state i think the top four spots go so i think we'll see a lot of those guys go and you got to get them ready for those meets yeah, both Loyola and Nutria will be competing at the GBS individual regional. Um, they'll have Evanston, GBS, Highland Park, Prospect, GBN, Niles North, and then Loyola and Nutria both competing there. And they're um, all those teams are um, whoever moves on for the individuals will compete at the Barrington sectional where um, you got some good teams in uh, um, Hundley and is in that Dundee crown. Um, and there are a lot of different types of uh, good uh, wrestlers in the area. So um, yeah, it should be really interesting to see as we're heading down to the final here, um, just what these individual wrestlers are able to do as we uh, um, as we head into the postseason here at this point, is just trying to stay healthy and get as ready as you can for those regional matches. And then at that point is just survive in advance and um, try to get down to Champaign when it comes to um, the individual state tournament. But um, we'll keep you posted on how both teams are able to do as uh, we move forward here. But why don't we move on over now and we'll uh, talk some uh, Loyola and Nutria rivalry match. And that came in uh, the boys hockey version this time. Nutria gold taking on the, uh, or Nutria green taking on Loyola gold, um, top teams for both programs. And uh, Joe was an overtime thriller that Nutria was able to uh, take advantage and uh, um, take down their heated rivals. Yeah, man, what a match. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to, to get anybody out there, um, a reporter that is, we, but we were able to review uh, what happened there and take a look at all the photos shot by the talented uh, Rob Lang at that one. Uh, pretty, pretty great rivalry. One of the best. I mean, we're talking packed crowds. Um, they just get up for this stuff. And it's, it's sometimes overlooked um, hockey because it's not uh, officially affiliated with the IHSA or the school. It's club. So uh, obviously they play at different ice arenas and that aren't part of the school, things like that. So Sometimes you miss it and they play on Sundays. Sometimes they're at night, uh, they compete. So, uh, but this was a good one. Um, we had a goal uh, late in regulation by Loyola's 
uh, Loyola Gold, Will Schneider, um, to tie things up and send it to OT. And then in OT, um, um, Butler Chesson scored his second goal of the game, um, found the back of the net on, uh, I believe, uh, um, I believe his, uh, his teammate, who I'm blanking on his net right now, was, uh, was double team and shot the puck over to him. And, and Chesson found the back of the net. Um, uh, pretty cool stuff. Um, Blake Faulkner was the uh, was his teammate who who got him the pass, got the assist on that one. And Chesson uh, made a move, put it in the back of the net, and uh, Nutria went out winners. Um, this was their second matchup of the season. Loyola Gold took the first one, three to one. Um, and I think we talked about at that time how this rivalry, you know, it goes back and forth. These teams just the old cliche. You can throw, um, you know, they're always going to have talent, so it's not like they're ever going to be a a big gap in talent, but even if there's a small one, you can kind of throw the records out the window because these teams are going to go at it. And uh, they certainly did again, and they're going to meet up one more time in at the end of January. So always fun stuff um, right here in the middle of the hockey season. Especially always fun when these seasons seem to take forever or take the entire school year at this point. But um, both uh, Loyola and Loyola's uh, currently, I don't know how up to date these standings are, but uh, Loyola is currently in third place when it comes to the SHL um, Scholastic Hockey League standings with uh, 31 points. Nutria Green is at 26 points. Um, Stevenson currently first at 33 points with York at 32 points. Um, but both Stevenson um, and York have played more games. They both played 23 games, while Loyola and Nutria has played 20 and 18 games. I don't know. Obviously, with COVID and everything like that, I don't know if they'll be able to make up those games and whether that's just going to – I don't know how the SHL is going to do it. But um, both Loyola and uh, Nutrier uh, vying for some top competition here, and I'm sure uh, both of them will definitely be uh, competing for a chance to uh, win another state championship uh, as we move into the final months of the hockey season here. Yeah, I think so. It'll be it'll be good down the stretch. You know, Nutrier and Loyola will will certainly be there at the end, or at least, you know, compete at the end so not the last we hear from them no definitely not and then let's move on over we'll talk some uh, girls gymnastics as we uh talked some new cheer girls gymnastics last week um got into it now this week with uh, uh you getting a chance to uh cover their uh latest matchup um where uh Nutrier seems to be kind of figuring things out as we uh uh move here forward here we figured out that uh um Nutrier was competing against gbs when they lost without some of their uh, top gymnasts and they rebounded with uh, 138.85 um, to 115.65 uh, throttling over Niles West just kind of controlling it I know you were there um, to check out some of the strong performances from the Trevians Joe yeah we talked about it when, when you know we saw the scores I was surprised that Nutria was around 133 um, because they've been putting up 138 early in the season or 137 so uh, you know coach Coach told me they were, they were a little uh, shorthanded that day. Um, and now they're behind the eight ball in terms of the conference. But uh, as we also mentioned, if they win the conference meet, then they'll split with GBS. That's the way they do it. So that's their goal at this point. Um, they tally to 138.85. So really just, you know, just over a point under 140. And that's their goal for the year. They think that's the score, minimum score they need uh, to at least have a chance to make the state. So that's what they're doing. And, um, you know, they're led by seniors. They're led by Sydney Holder and uh, Maria Morbido, um, who are really having nice seasons against Niles West. Uh, they won three of the four events. Maria took the floor and the balance beam, and Sydney took the uneven bars with an impressive 9.3. 
Um, Maria had a 9.3 on the floor to win that. Um, and they also took the ball at Ryan Siegel, who's a junior. So a little upperclassman led, but they also have three freshmen in that, in that varsity lineup. So they get a lot of work in the all around champ that day was Madeline Seipel, who's a freshman. Um, they do hope uh, that they get a couple more all arounds back by the conference time, by the postseason time, but it's, it's a very quality team. It's deep. They got those senior leaders to kind of show the ropes to the freshmen, to the sophomores. Um, and that's really going to help around postseason time. Um, that calm presence that been there before presence um, to really get everybody um, ready to go under that, under that more, I guess, dramatic scene that is the postseason. So, but I think they're in pretty good shape. Really saw some impressive, impressive bars routine from Sydney and an impressive beam routine from Maria um, to win that meet. Um, I think they're in a good shape. It's, you know, coach said they really just need to work on being consistent kind of too late in the season to, to add some more tricks and have them ready, maybe some here and there, but they're going to be just really pounding home their routines and make sure they're good to go for postseason. So I think they have a chance. They have a chance to make the state. Yeah. I think this team obviously wants to, wanted to have that GBS win and wants to uh, at least get a share of that uh, conference title with GBS. But I do think that at this point, it's kind of similar to what we talked about when we were talking about wrestling, where you just want to be healthy. You want to get your routine down. And um, when it comes time to, uh, um, compete at the at the sectionals and for a chance to compete at the state meet it's pretty much you just have to be there and make sure you're um, acing at the right moment and uh, it seems like uh, Nutria is hitting the right notes and um, why don't we move on over to the second quarter where we'll talk more about Nutria coach gymnastics because we're joined by um, head coach Jennifer Pistorius um, Joe I know you got a chance to catch up with her after that win over Niles West so uh, what are the folks at home going to hear yeah I kind of um gave a little prelude a, a second ago, but we just talked about, you know, how they, how they feel at this point in the season, um, what they need to do to get to the conference meet or to get to, to share a conference championship, what they need to do to make it to state. And, uh, and yeah, just overall how they're feeling in this kind of unusual season. All right, let's take a listen. Oh, are you in the second half of the season at this point? Yeah. So how's it going? Um, it's going okay. You know, we kind of, have like ups and you know downs um sydney was diving um and so she was a little bit late to start and then kind of is just now getting her groove especially on bars um she did is she going to do all around or does she not do beam no she doesn't do beam okay yeah um and then you know just with like covid and vacations and some nagging injuries that um you know we're trying to rest and like Ryan only did vault today, um, Clara only did bars, um, Sammy only did two events, she did mm. vault and floor. So, um, you know, I think once we're trying to just rest people and then like put it all together for the end of the year. So hopefully we'll, we'll be healthy and raring to go. <laughs> <laughs> and what does, I mean, what is this? And you had a 138 tonight. How's, mm -hmm. how's that score compared to? I think that was like probably those are like true scores to what we can do okay. I feel like so um, you know if we add in you know and I think um, like Maria didn't vault and um, she fell on B you know we had a couple things here and there but if we add everybody else in like Brian comes back in um, all around Sammy and Clara come back in all around and Annabelle Sturgis does bars so um, you know I think I mean, I, I think it's going to take at least a 140 to get to state. Yeah. Um, so we're hoping, you know, if we can just get that 
get our consistency going and um, get it there for regionals and sectionals and hopefully it happens. Is that just about getting healthy and getting into the flow? Is there anything else that yeah. goes into that? Yeah, I think so. I don't think we're going to, I mean, I think it's just a matter of like working on consistent tricks. I don't think we want to put in too many new tricks. Um, like Clara did new connection on bars. Um, so maybe a couple things here and there, but it's, we're just going to kind of work on more consistent routines and, okay. and hitting everything. And how have you guys been, um, I guess, how has COVID affected? Obviously it's, yeah. you dealt with last year, but this yeah. year's, you know, this everything's year's going. Different. Yeah. I mean, it's going, it's, you know, obviously it's gone through a lot of the kids, um, you know, all over. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, I mean, thankfully that they haven't really gotten too sick that they if they have it tested positive it's just been a very mild case Mm. so we've been really lucky with that um um, you know i think across the board so i think you know now hopefully they can just stay healthy for the for the rest of the year and and a couple you know have to work on endurance and and getting everything but i think it's we've been really lucky Okay, and state is a goal. Uh, you feel like you Always, can make yeah. it. Yeah, I think in conference. Um, so last week we had three girls out when we had our meet with Glenbrook South. I was wondering, okay. Yeah, so that was our low score. Um, and we just, we were, it was not just a, a, a great night. So I know like right now Glenbrook South is in first place in the conference. So the way it goes, it's like if we were to win the conference meet then we tie and you split right yeah yeah okay. so um that's what we're that's what we're shooting for you know um, who's um i haven't looked in in your sectional um i uh, guess it you know you can still at large anywhere yeah, but yeah vernon hills is the top team okay. and they will they will win and they will have a trophy this year i've seen them um a couple times and they are very strong oh cool. i think they got four girls to come out this year from a, um, one of the clubs up there and they're very strong oh, okay yeah very nice so uh, I know Sydney. I just met Madeline. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned Ryan, but um, just talk about maybe some others, if you want. You know. Yeah, um, Maria Morabito um, competed bars tonight for us. She competed in one other meet on bars, one or two other meets, and was kind of struggling. So she just kind of focused, and we changed her routine around a little bit, and it seemed to work. So I think that was a big positive for tonight. Um, and she. You know, did a great floor routine. Um, so yeah, well, she's she had a, a other than a fall okay. on beam, but she did well. What how uh, what she's year? She's a senior. Senior. Also, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan, I'm not sorry, not Ryan. Mar- uh, Maria and Sydney are two of the senior captains. Um, and Clara Crossgrove is a freshman. Um, she normally does all around, but landed short on her ankle on vault last week, and so she just did bars. Um, and then Sammy Mills is another freshman who has come along really well. Um, she had a little stumble on her floor routine tonight, but she, other than that, is pretty strong for us. Um, and, and what's Ryan? You meant Ryan's a junior. Junior. So. Yeah. Two seniors, junior, three freshmen. Um, we have so Rebecca Herbst is also she competes beam. Okay. And she's a junior. And um, Annabelle Sturgis didn't compete tonight, but she's a sophomore and she competes bars for us. And then tonight Angie Hersom competed all around, and she's a sophomore. 
Thanks so much for joining us, uh, Jennifer. And thank you as always to all the players and coaches who join us each and every week. Always appreciate everybody's insight and uh, uh, some good details there. Um, why don't we jump on over now to the third quarter where we are going to play our weekly game of way or no way. I throw out five propositions and Joe and I argue about whether they can happen way or they won't happen um, no way. Let's start off with the Nutrier uh, boys swimming and diving team where um, we talked about them last week in the big matchup against GBS and uh, they took care of uh, business against GBS. Joe and I were talking about this um, before we started recording the podcast, but we're not sure whether that's because uh, obviously we know that Nutrier is good, but we don't know whether that's because GBS is a little depleted with COVID or um, sickness and that kind of stuff or whether it's a down year, but regardless, Nutrier was able to get a big win over a, uh, uh, a heated uh, division rival. So, uh, Joe, way or no way that this Nutrier boys swimming and diving team is a state title favorite? Ooh, a favorite? Um, that's a good question. I don't think they are the favorite. Um, I think this is a good team, um, and it's, a, it's another deep team that, that Nutrier is putting in the pool um, and on the diving board, and never forget the divers. But uh, they're going to get some finishes that are up there in the top five. Um, and get some medals. Um, I think they're in. I think they're in play for a trophy. I I don't know if there's what the right word is a favorite for a trophy, but um, I think that they can definitely place. I just don't think they have um, what it's going to take for those those major um, first place finishers to take home a um, first place trophy. Yeah, I think that this team. Um, I think I'm going to go with no way. I think this team has a. Um, could definitely have what it takes to win a state uh, title and definitely has the talent and the depth. But um, I don't know if I would go as far as to say uh, a state title favorite. I think uh, um, there are some strong teams out in the Western suburbs as well. And um, just around the state, I think uh, um, Nutri will definitely be play, uh, competing for it. And I think they'll definitely have plenty of swimmers um, vying for a state championship. But um, as a team, um, I don't know if I would go as far as favorite, but I do think that this team will be very competitive. Um, when it comes to sectional and state titles. All right, we talked a little bit about uh, wrestling in the first quarter. Um, where or no way, Joe, that Loyola Wrestling will have more individual uh, state wrestlers than Nutrier? Ooh, good one. Man, it's going to be close. I really do think it's going to be close. I think you're going to have from Loyola, I'm just going to count them out, um, Odiati, uh, Mike Williams, and you know maybe all three Herberts, maybe two of the three. Um, so that's, let's say all three, that's five. We're going to Nutrier. We got Cummings, Boyer, Wright, uh, Stringer. Um, uh, I'm missing one for sure, man. It's going to be close. Uh, I will say, I will say no way. If, if I will say Nutrier gets sneaks in one more, something like a five to four. Um, are we, you said to state, right? Yeah. To the state tournament. I'll say it'll be like four to three. I think Nutrio will get four guys there and Loyola will get three. I'll disagree with you there. I think Loyola will get a little bit more. I mean, um, one of the biggest things that I think might be the tough thing is that these wrestlers are probably going to compete against each other when it comes time to playing in the regional um, and in the sectional. So they'll definitely get a chance to uh, uh, face off against each other when it comes time to deciding who's going to move forward. But um, I think I'm with you. I'm, th I'm there with you where it's going to be close. Um, it's definitely going to not be uh, – um, a big advantage for either team. Um, but I do think that Loyola will have maybe one or two more wrestlers 
um, the Nutria will competing down the Champagne um, for a state individual title. All right, we talked about and heard from uh, Nutria Girls Gymnastics. So where no way, Joe, that this Nutria Girls Gymnastics team will have state uh, top five finishers? I think they'll have top five finishers. I think um, at least one of uh, Maria um, Morabito or Sydney Holder is going to place. Um, I put my money on Sydney on bars um, to put together a, a state medal performance. Um, but Maria is pretty good on the floor and um, elsewhere as well. So uh, as well as the bars. So um, yeah, I, I'll say they get one there. I do think um, they'll send a few there minimum. And I think they, they looked good to me um, and they looked on the way up and they're still nursing some injuries and stuff. And then they're going to get some, some players, some um, players, some gymnasts back. So I believe they can get to state. Um, it just depends on what that final state number is. Will it be the low 140s? Will it be 141, 142? So um, I, I say they get a couple. I say they get at least one medal. So way. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. I think they'll definitely have a top five finisher, like you mentioned, the gymnast that you mentioned. I think one of them will definitely get a chance to uh, um, at least get a top five finish, if not higher, honestly. But um, yeah, way. I do think that they will have a top five finisher um, when it comes to uh, the state meet. All right, New Jersey boys basketball has been off here a little bit, um, have a couple games canceled because of, uh, you know, the ongoing pandemic. Uh, but uh, way or no way, Joe, that this uh, New Jersey boys basketball team needed this uh, break. Oh, I don't know. I'll say no way. I don't know if they needed a break. Um, although um, they had a few days after the after the uh, Simeon loss and the what's it? Pontiac. <laughs> Sorry, after the Pontiac tournament, they had a few days before they were gonna they were gonna compete again. They were gonna take on, I believe, Niles West, and then I think a shootout game they had at Hinsdale Central, maybe that was canceled. So um, I don't think they needed it. I think they were in a group that they're in a fine groove. They, they kind of showed out at the Pontiac tournament, tough loss, but they got third, um, but they got some fun ones coming up here. Um, they're going to play Yorkville Christian on the 22nd, which I think is a Saturday. The day before that they got GBN. And then this coming Monday, Martin Luther King day, they got a shootout against Bolingbrook maybe at, and they're at Fenwick. So we got some good matchups, some really good basketball. I'm looking forward to um, taking in, and I don't think they needed it, no. I'm going to disagree with you. I do think that they needed it. I think uh, I think one of the biggest things you'll hear coaches say, um, especially in a basketball season, is like the amount of lack of practice time you have um, when, uh, when you're just dealing with all these tournaments and you're dealing with all these games, conference game, all that kind of stuff, and you don't really get a lot of time to – work on some stuff in practice. And I know that Nutria obviously was um, hitting its high note. It was competing well um, against uh, Simeon and then obviously beat Bennett um, to finish third at the Pontiac. So um, you worry about momentum there maybe a little bit, but I, I just think that this team probably needed a break. And um, I think that they just needed a little time and um, they'll hopefully uh, play against Maine South on, on Friday. Uh, like you mentioned, Joe Bolingbroke on Monday um and then you got the Niles Weston GBN and then Yorkville Christian in a shootout but um yeah I, I I just think uh um I just think that this team could have needed probably needed a break maybe get back into practice um maybe it could have used that momentum but I do think that this time of year things can get pretty crazy and I do think that uh 
um, a little break over here, losing a couple games and getting back into it um, on Friday against Maine South will be a, um, a good way for the team to go. Okay. All right, let's finish things off here with the Loyola Academy girls basketball team who won uh, two more games. They're continuing their good stride there. Um, and uh, they're at the top of the Montini um, or they're at the top of the conference uh, standings with Montini. They'll behind Montini, obviously, because they lost their matchup um, with that team. Montini takes on Fenwick actually Thursday uh, night. We're recording this on Wednesday. Um, so way or no way, Joe, does Loyola have a chance to win this conference? Yeah, I think they have a chance. Um, I mean, they got the one loss and, uh, you know, I think those teams at the top, Loyola, Montini, Fenwick and Macaulay are pretty close in, in talent. These are all very good teams. Um, they all got positive records and they battle when they play each other. So I think it's more than feasible that uh, um, Fenwick can take down um, um, Montini. And if they do that, they'll get a share. So Loyola will get a share. So I think it's possible. Um, Montini's pretty, probably the favorite there. So I don't know if it's probable, but it can certainly happen and we'll wait to see, but well, it was a really good team. They have every right to, to compete for that title. Yeah, I think I'll agree with you You with you there. Way, um, I, yeah, I think Loyola took care of business against everyone he needed to against, except Montini. And uh, Montini has a big game against Fenwick on Thursday. And I think uh, Fenwick has a good chance. I think that's uh, maybe Montini's like favored, maybe like 60-40, 55-45 or something like that. Those are two good teams. Um, but I don't think that Montini is a shoe in to win that. So um, if they're able to do that, then like you mentioned, Loyola is able to uh, uh, share the conference there. So I'll say, wait, I think there's a chance. I think uh, Loyola finishes its conference business, but I also think that uh, Fenwick has a good chance to uh, uh, beat Montini as well, which would give Loyola a share of that conference title. All right, let's stick with basketball. Now we're going to move on over to the fourth quarter. Um, like we mentioned, we got some fun basketball happening here. So um, why don't we stick with that uh, Loyola team that we were just talking about, Joe? Um, like we mentioned, um, conference chances um, basically up to siding between this Montini and uh, Fenwick game. But um, another two wins for Loyola. They seem to just be uh, gelling the right way. Um, their lone two losses are to Montini and uh, Whitney Young. Um, they got a good win against uh, Sandberg. Um, they take on Westing Westinghouse. Um, uh, who is 12 and four. So that should be a fun challenge. And then Lincoln way West um, on Martin Luther King's day on Monday. So um, how are you feeling about this team? Any different than maybe how you felt the last couple of weeks? No, I just think they continue to impress. Um, I think coming off a loss to end that um, Montini tournament, um, you know, it can put you on a slide if you're not in the right space and um, maybe have some things that don't go your way. You know, they can snowball, but they bounce back against two very good teams, Trinity and um, Sambert, who's good. And it's nice to see, you know, that's why you got to like these midseason um, tournaments, shootouts, things like that. You play teams that you don't always see, so you can get a gauge of where you're actually at. Sometimes it might be difficult to see if you play the same teams in your conference over and over where you actually are. That's why sometimes it's difficult in football. You're only playing uh, mostly local teams. You only have so many games. Um, but in basketball, you get to see, okay, that here's a good team from the North, a good team from the South and Sandberg, how they match up really well. Loyola pulls out a two point victory. Thanks to a couple late free throws from Angelina Giordano. So, um, it's good to see Sandberg is a really good team in the state. Um, and so, you know, 
kind of shows that you're right there with them, if not above them. Um, and uh, um, moving forward, they're just two nice victories coming off a loss um, in which possibility for a letdown was right there and you didn't have one. So, yeah, I'm continually uh, impressed with uh, how they perform game in and game out. Yeah, I think it'll be really fun to see what they're able to do as we uh, um, as we move forward. But, uh, yeah, definitely hitting their stride, definitely uh, doing work, and we'll definitely uh, be a contender to look out for um, as uh, we head in here, head into the final stretch here before the start of the postseason. But uh, let's, move, let's stay with girls basketball and uh, talk about uh, New Trier, who uh, um, since last time we talked, um, took care of business against Niles West in their first action back after kind of having a little hiatus there. Um, but then they lost to Rolling Meadows 40, uh, 64 to 56, and then lost to Trinity um, 51 to 48. So uh, Nutria sitting at nine and seven overall, three and two in conference. Um, just a couple of tough losses for Nutria where, Joe, it seems like uh, um, this Nutria team is still, uh, still trying to figure it out as we uh, head into the final stretch here. Yeah, man. Uh, it's strange. Uh, they're Nutrier's get or Loyola's getting if if Loyola's getting those close tough wins, Nutrier's the opposite of that, getting those tough losses. Um, the Rolling Meadows loss was in double overtime. Um, they even recently played Hersey really close. Hersey, one of the best teams uh, around over the past few years, um, lost by ten, but that I mean they hung with them. And then Trinity, another good team, um, they lose by a couple. I think they've had a bunch of those games this year. They lost to GBS by a couple. Uh, I think they lost to Maine South by a couple. Let's just say they split those. Um, if there were four close games, they split them. They could be 11 and, and five. And we're looking at kind of, we're feeling a little different than nine and seven. Um, but I think, I think Nutria is they're close. It just feels like they're right there. Um, and they've got some of the talent to pull it off. They just need to win those close games. The Rolling Meadows game, uh, loss in double overtime seemed especially hurtful they had leads um i think i think a buzzer beater sent it to the first overtime another not buzzer beater but late shot um sent it to a double overtime then they don't score in the double overtime seems like sounds like uh, they ran out of, of gas a little bit man that's tough um so i think nutri is really close i think that they get in the postseason um because of that win loss record and um, some of the teams that they lost to that are in their sectional, they're probably not going to get the, the most favorable seed, but they could surprise some teams. I think they're that good. Yeah, I think they definitely are. I think they, uh, I don't think you should, obviously they've had a couple tough games um, and that sort of stuff. I don't think you should uh, look down on this uh, team and uh, um, think that if the, in the playoffs, especially they, uh, you're going to have an easy time uh, getting past uh, this new cheer team, but we'll see how they're able to do as they continue um, in this conference season. But, um, why don't we move on over to uh, boys basketball and move on to Loyola or yeah, Loyola where um, they got a couple good wins, uh, beat uh, uh, St. Pat's. Uh, they were able to uh, beat Marmion as well and then beat Montini um, on Tuesday night. So um, after a tough end to that uh, Jacobs tournament where they lost to Larkin and Bartlett, um, seems like this uh, Ramblers team was able to uh, kind of use the break a little bit and kind of regroup here. Yeah, um, I think they're, they're unbeaten in conference right now. Um, Loyal is now they got tough ones coming up with Carmel, I believe. Um, and who's the other one. That's really good. They got Rita coming up. I got to check the schedule. Um, Ignatius. I'm sorry. Uh, they got Ignatius, uh, DePaul, Brother Rice, and Rita. 
Fenwick. Do they have Mount Carmel on that schedule? Uh, yes, they do have Mount Carmel. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that's going to be a bit of a gauntlet. But a um, couple big wins for, for Loyola. St. Pat's um, outlasting them by a couple. St. Pat's is a good team. Um, they did that in a shootout, I think, and that's kind of a local rival here. Um, and uh, they won against um, – they picked up another one. I'm sorry, Marmion. Marmion's a good team. So. So there, so there you go. You know, a couple wins. Loyola's just keeping on trucking. I think they're fourteen and four. They're unbeaten in conference. They're giving themselves a chance um, when that when they're going to run up against these teams. And we've seen this before, where Loyola's might be on paper a under talented team than those um, than the St. Rita's or Mount Carmel's, but they're going to give them a game. And when you give them a game, you got a puncher's chance. And that's what Loyola's going to try to do with that defense. And they shoot it really well. So if they're on, look out. Uh, Miles Boylan, that sophomore is really coming on as uh, on both ends of the floor for them. Um, and uh, Alex Angro too, can kind of do it all from the point guard spot. So um, impressive stuff from them. They play great defense. As we know, they seem to be back after that. Um, a couple losses in the, their holiday tournament to coach talked about how their, their defense is, is not where they want to be in terms of taking charges in terms of being in the right spots seems like they are now they took four or five charges the other night that's kind of a hallmark they have the charge chain that they pass out they seem to be back to doing that so maybe they you know they woke up a little bit in that respect and um fun team to watch um 14 and four uh hard to complain about what they're doing right now yeah i think they're definitely uh, hitting their stride a little bit here kind of uh um kind of competing the way you would want them to compete they play at de la salle on friday um, and then they have Evanston on Monday. I think that's probably the war of the shore war on the shore uh, game. So um, that should be a lot of fun. Um, then they got Ignatius, Leo, DePaul, GBS. That's, they, get, they got a tough stretch here where you go from GBS, Brother Rice, St. Rita, Mount Carmel, Fenwick. And I think that stretch right there, that conference stretch, is definitely going to define this Loyola team where um, obviously this Mount Carmel team is very good. Um, I don't know where they came from, honestly, but they're very good this year. Um, 17 and 0, 5 and 0 so far um, in this season. Santa Rita has a lot of good talent on that team as well. Brother Rice does as well. And obviously, we know about GBS. Um, so, that stretch, I mean, you have these games right now. Edmondson obviously is a good game, but you have games against La Salle and St. Ignatius and Leo. And then DePaul's really good as well, where um, these next, I don't know, seven games are really going to define how this season goes and kind of will maybe even present a lot of learning moments for this team um, before it heads into the postseason. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to see um, really how they stack up. And I think they've put themselves in good position for a pretty high sectional seed. So um, we'll see how they stack up against some of the best in the state here in the next couple of weeks. Should be a lot of fun to see what they're able to do um, moving forward. But why don't we finish off here and talk about new Trier where, um, New Trier uh, is going to get back into action playing against Maine South on Friday at home. Then they got Bolingbrook, Niles West, GBN, Yorkville Christian, and then that big GBS matchup that we were talking about on January uh, 28th, where I, I, I think at this point, New Trier has shown us that they're a good team. They showed us that they deserve that they can compete with any team um, in the state. Um, at this point, it just seems like um, they need to try to get that top seed and um, at this point, make sure they don't have any blunders um, heading into the postseason. Yeah, you want to um, put yourself in, in the best position possible. And it's not like, you know, in the, for the postseason. You know, in the postseason, you're going to have to beat all the teams, but you want to put yourself in a position um, that is 
the most advantageous to you, no matter what. So that just, it takes winning. It takes stacking up those wins. You don't want to have letdowns. Um, and Nutria plays a pretty tough schedule. Um, they're going to, I'm really excited to see them play against some really um, talented personnel, even Yorkville Christian. They're a better team than York Christian, but York Christian has uh, uh, shut. So um, going to be cool stuff the next few weeks. And we'll see how Nutria comes out with it, kind of ending with that GBS showdown on the 28th. Yeah, I think we'll see a lot of uh, – we'll, we'll learn about a lot about them as we uh, move forward here. But, yeah, that uh, that Saturday uh, game – or that 22nd game against Yorkville Christian and then that GBS game um, on the 28th, that would be an interesting two-game stretch there um, as they uh, um, pretty much just try to uh, stay above water and try to uh, – um, you know, get that seed like you talked about. But that's everything that we've got for this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining us. A quick reminder that you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they're available. Make sure you search us and uh, give us a nice little review. Um, we're available anywhere on Apple, Android, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are there. So uh, spread the word as you're at these uh, winter sports matchups um, to uh, listen to the varsity and check out old episodes as well. Always appreciate um, the insight. Uh, that's all we've got for this week's episode. Make sure you're catching up with me at Friday Night Drive and Joe at The Record North Shore for all your North Shore needs. Um, and uh, for everything we've got this week, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. So uh, for Joe and I, thanks so much for joining us this week, and we will talk to you guys down the road. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Varsity, a product of the record northshore.org, your nonprofit local newsroom.